of the last bit I shared last time about that great big tanker that was heading that way. And then you change its direction by turning that rudder and it keeps going that way. And it keeps going that way, but you keep hold of that rudder and keep hold of that word of God. You keep saying that word of God, it will eventually turn, go round, go the other way and never go back if you keep hold of that rudder. So I was just reminded to... It's faith comes by hearing and hearing. Romans 10, 17. And you're going to hear some things again, probably today, because faith comes by hearing and hearing. And it's better if you're hearing yourself. And we're going to have a bit of a science lesson this morning. Praise God. I've got something on my heart all week, really. And then... Uh, Nothing up yet, good. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was something on my heart, and then I took my lad to um, a parents' evening at school. And we was, you know, usual stuff. He's not revising, he's not this, that, that, that. And about revision, and uh, we talked a little bit about that, and then this, this teacher come out with this, um, the curve of forgetting. Some science geezer. Are we up? Look at that. The forgetting curve, there we go. The forgetting curve. And uh, and it's like it goes down, it goes down really steep if you don't get that word and repeat it and repeat it and listen to it and listen to it. And it's, and it's like, boom. And I was thinking about it and I thought, I'm a really slow learner. It takes me ages. And some, I've, I've had times I've been in church and, and by the time I got out the door, I'm not on my own. By the time I got out the door, I've forgotten. I'm thinking, what, what was that service about this morning? And it goes that fast. It can, it can get stolen that fast. You know, you might, and then a couple of days later sometimes, you might remember a snippet or something or or whatever, but that faith comes by hearing and hearing. Can we have the next one up? I'm not used to doing this fun, is it? Look at that now. I've got to try and explain this now. <laughs> but, you know, so we're having... Where the dotted line is now, revision. And if you look at the curve, it gets less steep. Revision, more revision, less steep. More revision. And you're retaining more of it. <laughs> this is a geezer named, uh, what was his name? Ebbinghaus. Ebbing, whatever. He's a German guy. In the 1880s, this was, and they retested his stuff in 2015, and it still stands today. It's based on the word of God, really. You know, and, and, and I, when I was studying that, I thought, there's, there's a danger here as well. Because, as we know, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he wants to steal your faith. He wants to steal the word that you've heard, and he wants to make it null and void. Because he doesn't want you living in victory. And so, recapping, earlier the better, really. Recap straight away. You can't overdose on the Holy Ghost. 
You can't. It's impossible. All you'll do is you'll get well, you'll get healed, you get delivered, you'll get happy. Ooh. <laughs> Praise God. This is good, this is. Where's this coming from? <laughs> Praise the Lord. But there's another thing here. I don't know if I could just remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. The danger is, we because I've been there, I've listened to these big faith teachers, and, and you come out and you're like, whoa, you're up here like this. Full of faith. Way. And, and, and if you're not careful, you can, you can go out, but you think you're up here. But you haven't really got it down here yet. You're getting it up here, but you haven't got it down here yet. And then before you know it, you're trying to live off somebody else's faith. You've got to get it for yourself. And, it, and, and the devil uses that. He'll use that. He'll try and get you standing on something that you haven't got yet. Especially when it comes to healing. You know, by his stripes we were healed. Therefore, by his stripes I was healed. Therefore, by his stripes I am healed. I believe that. I'm on medication at the minute. And I had a real battle with this because I didn't want to take any. I didn't. I believed the word of God. But I believed it up here, but it's still on its way down here. Until it gets down there, I'm better off alive than dead. Because if you're not, you're not careful, it can kill you. If you haven't got the faith where it needs to be on healing, you can die being stubborn. Don't do it. You know, I said to the Lord, was it this week? I think it was this week. Because I was praying about the word and, and I was praying about this medication and stuff. And he said to me, he said, uh, he said, you know, used to me up here, I need you down there. And I thought, whoa. I was praying about medication when he said that. You know, he even said only the sick need a doctor. He didn't say, don't go to the doctor. Whereas I've been, I've been fighting the doctors for you. I still don't like medication now. I hate the pigging stuff. But I'm going to keep confessing what the word says until I get it. And eventually I'll be off the pigging stuff. Isn't that what we're all aiming for? But if you're not there yet, be sensible, be wise. Take the pigging stuff if it's going to keep you alive. Until the faith comes. When the faith comes, when you've got that full revelation in here and you know it... Guess what? I believe the doctor will know it as well because he'll go, what's happened to you? Amen? Amen. So don't, don't fall for that. I don't know where I am now. That came out all right anyway. Praise the Lord. <laughs> See, the thing about that, the, the, the guy said, he said, when you understand why you forget... You can take steps to prevent it to make sure that what you learn sticks. And that's the whole point of that, putting that curve up there, is to try and get us to understand why we're not walking in the fullest victory we should be or could be. And we're not paying attention to the word, you know, when you think what Jesus did, we've been singing about Jesus. I love that song. Jesus, doesn't it just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. And he gave his all. What are we giving? 
How much time are we giving him? I'm speaking to myself here because we can all get distracted with everything. But faith comes by hearing and hearing. And, you know, it's like, it's like, woof, most of you go straight away. And then it, it slows down that curve, slow that curve down and retain more. Praise God. Hosea 4.6, people perish or people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And that's the thing, it's for a lack of knowledge. The more we know, the more we're going to live. The more we know what? The world? No. The more we know of this word here. The more we get the word in us, the more we know of the word. The more we know of God. The more we know God. The more we know the Lord. We're going to live and not perish. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, let's have some word. I've got quite a bit of word here. Matthew 15. 8 to 28. That's a big passage, but we'll read it. It could get the word in, isn't it? Matthew 15. And Jesus, Jesus is talking about the, the Pharisees and the church leaders of the day, if you like. Verse 8, this people draws nigh unto me with their mouth and honours me, me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. You know, they got that head knowledge again, but they hadn't got it in the heart. They weren't living from the heart. They hadn't got that relationship of wanting to please God and follow him. They were just doing this religious thing. And Jesus isn't into religion. Verse 9, in vain they do worship me, teaching the doctrines and commandments of men. Called the multitude and said unto them, hear and understand. Not that which goes into the mouth defiles a man, but that which comes out of the man, this defiles a man. And that's, that's amazing. So it's nothing to do with what you put in, it's what's coming out. Because what's coming out your mouth is coming out of your heart. Therefore, get the word in your heart. Get the word in your heart. It will push. <laughs> you keep putting that word in, it will push things out. I've had times in my life where the word's going in and the junk's coming out. And, I'm, and, and for a while, you, you feel like things are getting worse and you're living the junk and not the word. And sometimes we need a bit of help there, you know, because it's... It, that, that sort of thing can get you right down. The devil's going to use that to try and think, tinny working. Tinny working. You can't do this. You can't. He's a liar. Yes, you can. Get some people around you who are strong to pray for you. Get rid of some of that junk if need be. Get somebody's hands on your heads who's already free. Praise God. <laughs> then came his disciples and said to him, Know you that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? Oh, there we go. We've upset the vicar again. <laughs> but he answered and said, Every plant which my father has not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. What's that telling you? Don't follow religion. Don't follow me. 
Follow God. Follow the word. If, if anything I say isn't in here, reject it. Get rid of it. You need to know what's in the word yourself. That's the only way to get really free is to know yourself. Not free to do what you want. Not free to live how you want. Free so that you can serve God in all your fullness and complete whatever he's called you to do. Praise God. Peter said, what did he say? Declare unto us this parable. And Jesus said, are you also yet without understanding? Do not you yet understand whatever enters into the mouth, goes into the belly and is cast out into the draft. That's funny, isn't it? <laughs> Have you got that? Oh, dear me. Those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. So it's so important to keep, keep track on what you're saying. It's so easy to get off. Um, <laughs> yeah, now I've got a little, little testimony here, really. Sort of helps to explain that a bit. Um, you know, we, we pray about everything, or you should be praying about everything. I've got problems with my car. And um, it, it lost its memory, believe it or not. <laughs> These modern cars are a pain in the backside, I tell you. They were so much easier in the olden days. But, but it lost its memory. And um, so I took it up to my mate and, you know, and he said, right, oh. So we had a look. He couldn't do it. So I'm praying about this. I'm thinking, right, Lord, you know, I'm believing we're going to get this car sorted and this, that and the other. And a week later, he sent it on to somebody else. They couldn't do it. Okay, I'm still believing. Still believing. He sent it to the next man up on the list, and each one's getting like more expensive and <laughs> more knowledgeable, if you like. Going up this laddie. He couldn't do it. And then it went to this guy who said, Oh, it needs two modules. One's, what was it? One's 1300 and one's 1700, something like that. These two modules it needed. So he had it, and I thought, that's it, it's going to be done now. I'm in faith, we're going to get this thing sorted, it's going to be brilliant. So I rung him up the next day, because it, it, was, it was due to be done on the Wednesday. Rung him on the Thursday, he said, he said, it's worse than ever. I said, what are you about? He says, it's come back on the, on the back of a breakdown wagon. He says, it can't be fixed. The bloke who's looked at it said, it's scrap. Was I moved by what I heard? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was moved by, well, believe me, this thing's going to be sorted. I've got this really negative report. And what did I do? I fell out with the Lord, actually. I've been believing for this. I've been standing on the way this jag's going to get, well, it's a jag, get this car sorted. And uh, I had a right chunty. I was, I was, got me quite down, actually. Really got me down because I've been believing for weeks, about four weeks this is now. And uh, oh, so I thought, right, that's it. Finished with you. I've had a, had a moan at you. Switch the radio on. Something come on I didn't like, so I just changed station. DJ says, told you I'm saving the best to last. Journey, don't stop believing. Well, I went flipping. I knew it was God. I knew. I said, you can't do that to me. 
journey. We're all on a journey of building that faith and getting that belief. You know what I mean? Don't stop believing. That one, you know what I mean? I sort of do a big wig here. I had to do that because it helps you to remember, you know, don't stop believing. Of course I repented then, did I? I'm sorry, Lord, you know, I've blown it again. I'm just threw a paddy at you. The very next day, a bloke he'd never even heard of, he got in touch with this other bloke. Never heard of him. He came, had a look at it, 15 minutes, said, yeah, it needs this and that, and it was fixed on Friday. <laughs> the, you know, t- three days before, the bloke said it was scrap. Don't stop believing. It's just, uh, but I did add a moment at him. <laughs> he doesn't mind, you know, if, you, if you're honest with God, you know, he's, you know, he's having just been really down and just, oh, I've got to be strong. I'm well, have a moan because you're good sometimes. Jesus won't mind. When you moan about other people, now oh, no, that's a different story. <laughs> Don't get moaned about as about others. Twenty-eight. Well, have I finished that passage? No, I haven't. Have I? I'll carry on down. We're still in Matthew fifteen. I'm going from verse twenty-two. We're getting back on faith now. Behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, Have mercy on me, O Lord, you son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. He answered her not a word. The disciples came before him, Send her away. She's crying after us. He answered and said, I'm not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Well, this woman ain't giving up. She ain't giving up. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered. I mean, this, this is, sometimes you get proved. The word, what you believe in, will be proved or proved. Are you really standing on this word? Have you really got faith? Have you? Is it, is it just a little bit of knowledge up here? Or have you, have you really got it? And Jesus said, it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. I mean, what an insult that is. You know, right at that point, she had a choice there. She could have gone, all right, stuff you then. Stuck a finger up in the air and, you know what I mean, up to Jesus. She could have done. But she got faith in him and she said, truth, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. And it's like... God has to respond to faith. He can't help it. He can't help it, even though he wasn't called to these people. Jesus said, woman, great is your faith. Be it unto you as you will. And her daughter was made well from that hour. From that very hour. It's just like, you know, he has to respond to faith. But we've got an enemy, you know, and he's constantly planting weeds, constantly planting seeds, because he wants us believing in his unbelief, his fear, his doubt, his lies. He wants us believing because he doesn't want he doesn't want us victorious. Does not want us in victory. Praise God. Romans three twenty seven, very quickly. Just to 
cement that little bit about faith. Tell me one little verse here. Where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law of works? No, but by the law of faith. There is a law of faith. People operate in all sorts of things in the law of faith. And it's, you know, it's um, what I'm trying to think of an example. But basically, if you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. You're both right. Because it's, it's that faith. You've got faith for or you've got faith against. Faith is faith. If it's positive or negative. The word of God is positive. You are an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Not somebody else's, the word of yours. The blood cleanses us from all the nonsense that we keep getting wrong all the time. But keep that word, the word of testimony in your mouth. Keep it strong. Keep it in line with the word of God. Keep it in line with the word of God. Mm. Even finances, God's interested in your finances. He wasn't planning on saying this, but he is. He's interested in your finances. When he said, you know, when, when he talked about money... When he was tested, you know, with the, with the coin, whose inscriptions got Caesar's head on it, Auntie, and Jesus just give to God what's God's, give to Caesar what Caesar's, you know, pay your tax, pay your tithe, pay your tax, pay your tithe, do your offerings, whatever, but give God to what's God's, okay? Because God is interested in your finances. Malachi 3, what does that say? Talks about robbing God. Where do you rob me? In tithes and offerings. And then he says, prove me now in this. If I'll, you know, with your tithes, if I will not open up the windows of heaven to pour out a blessing, there's hardly room enough to receive it. God wants to bless his people. It's simple stuff, really. He says, yeah, keep 90%. I'm asking a lot. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Where am I now? Does anybody know? (laughs) Sow the word. Here we go. Let's have a look at sowing the word. Mark 4. Don't know how long I've got. How long have I got? 10 to 3. Oh, we've got hours yet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to do Mark 4 I'm going to go there let's have a look what I've done here no I'm not going to do that I'm going to upset you now I'm not really upsetting you everything's falling to bits Proverbs 4 20 to 23 well known passage I've just dropped Paddington yeah, look, I, love, I love books I love this book We'll do Proverbs 4, 20 to 23. Such a lovely, like a book padding to there now, can't I? Well, will be that bit. Very good. My son, 
My daughter, my child, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. They are life unto those that find them, and health or medicine to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. You know, he tells them there, verse 21, keep the words in your heart, keep them in the midst of your heart, don't let them get choked out. And then firstly, he says, keep thy heart with all diligence. You know, you've got to work to keep that word in there. We've got to work. It's, we'll go into some gardening, gardening in a minute. Just a job I've just finished. The Lord told me to put these pictures on. You learn a lot from gardening. You know, we're going to see some pictures of, uh, of what it was like before we started. And it was a mess. And even, though after, even after we'd done it, jumping ahead of myself here, but here we go. Should we have some pictures up? Can you skip to some pictures? Seeing as it's uh, coming out that way. Let's have a look. Untidy garden. You'll have to shout to me if it comes up. But the thing about you could spend a lot of time. I did. It took us five weeks, actually, to do this job. And it was it was full of brambles. It had been neglected for 20... I'm not sure if it was 20 or 30 years. And it was full of trees, stumps. That's one of the pictures, yeah. You might as well put another one up. There's a couple of pictures of it there. You can just see there was walls, retainers... Um, all those bits of trees that are growing up are great big stumps. 20 or 30 years worth of mess. Let's go to the, yeah, a couple of old coal bunkers there, Luke. They went as well. The wall at the side was all, I mean, the walls start falling in as well, don't they? You could relate that to the walls of your heart. And then there's a, uh, a little video. Can we put that little video up? Hopefully not without any, without sound, but still. <laughs> Here we go. This is... Uh, we put some retainers in and... Got all the stumps out, all the weeds out, rebuilt the wall, put a little wall around one stump just as a feature. Um, we did the fencing that was at the back last year and then we tied it up around the side. Yeah, that's that bit around the tree. So what's the point in showing you that? The point of showing you that is that ground is still full of seed. Weed seed. Looks lovely, don't it? If we don't look after that, it's going to go back to how it was. That's the point in showing you that. It will go back to a mess. 
You've got to maintain it. The key is maintenance. Maintenance is listening to the word of God. It's listening to the word of God. Whatever you believe believing for, whatever you're trying to get out of, if you believe in healing, speak the word of God. If you believe in for deliverance, you're a new creature in Christ. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. I remember when I became a Christian, I'd got a bit of revelation about that because I came with, with a big drink problem. That was my problem. And then I got Christians saying, first thing you've got to do is admit you're an alcoholic. Christians telling me that. And I said, actually, no, that's not in line with the word of God because it says I'm a new creature. I used to be an alcoholic, but I'm a new creature in Christ. All things have passed away. And I had to stand on that, on my own, actually, for a while. But I, I don't know, God must have just given me that because I needed it. I wasn't a recovering alcoholic either. I'm not a recovering alcoholic. I'm a new creature in Christ. We're all new creatures in Christ if we've given our lives to Jesus. It doesn't matter what I went on before. It's all old past gone. But we have to learn who we are. We have to learn what we are and how to do it and how to live it. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we can just, um, yeah, we can look at that word. Shall I look at that? I'll be even. Oh, it's still 10 to 3. It's okay. Time stopped. So we're all right. <laughs> just for the video, the clock stopped over here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mark 4. I'll get to Mark 4 now. I said I would. Whoopsie daisy. It's all about sowing. 1 to 9. He began to teach by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude. So he entered into the ship, sat in the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine, Hearken, behold, in other words, get hold of it. There went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. Some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. So straight away the word here is being stolen. Oh, it's not fell on good ground. Verse 6, when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. Another fell on good ground, and that did yield fruit. It sprang up and increased, and brought forth some 30, some 60, and some 100. And then he said, let him that has ears to hear, let him hear. Praise God. So, you know, at times I've read that and I thought, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm producing any fruit because I'm still on this roundabout going round in circles. Because it, it can feel like that sometimes when, you, when you're waiting and trying to be patient. What was that uh, word that you said at the beginning? Patience and tribulation. We tried. We get tried. The devil's out there. Oh, yeah, I won't test this one a bit, Lord. You know, thinks he's a new creature now. We'll see. And all things will come to try and get you off the path 
he'll try anything to get you off the path. He wants to steal your faith. He wants to steal your belief in God, if he can get that far. But if you just keep going, you keep standing on the word of God, you will produce 30, 60, and 100 fold for whatever you believe in. And he went back to his worm again. I'll read down a bit, actually. Verse 11, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without all these things adorned in parables, that seeing they may see and not perceive, hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. See, even when we're not quite getting it, God said, you know, you, you can be forgiven. Just wake up one day, get rid of your religion, start believing my word. If you don't believe my word, just repent of it, really. Sorry, Lord, I've been leading a load, you know, believing a load of rubbish for years. And then he goes back in and, and explains the parable a bit, a bit more. Verse 13, no, you're not this parable. How then will you know all parables? The sower whence sows the word. He sows the words. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. You know, that's what we've been doing, haven't we, with that um, curve of forgetting, whatever it was. The devil comes in. He, he, it's, oh, it's incredible, really, how fast and how much we forget so quickly. And, and some people, there are a few people I've, I've met who seem to pick things up really, really quick. And they are so annoying. Oh, they are. It really winds me up. It does. You know, it's like, I mean, my son-in-law's one of them. If he's listening, he asks him, what about you? <laughs> he just gets it. He's just, he just telling him something. And I go, how, how can you get that? It took me years to get that. Five minutes, you know, five, five minutes for him, five years for me. That's not fair, is it? fell out with the Lord about that. What do you make me like this for? I've been trying to get this for years and years and years and years. But, you know, I'm beginning to see now the benefit, actually, or, or the fruit of that, because I've had to learn a lot of the, the nuts and bolts of it, if you like. I've had to. Because I just want to get in it. And I haven't really started getting it until I started force-feeding it. Hearing, 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 hearing. And it's coming through and it's getting in. Praise God. Hallelujah. I think I'm nearly done. But, you know, with I was thinking about uh, what we've written here. about maintenance you know that maintenance it's maintenance hearing the word of God is maintenance and I've written here if you keep planting the good seed of God's word you can dig out or cut off the weeds as they appear and sometimes like that ground there might be tree stumps and you might need help to dig them out but there's always people who will help you to get rid of them. It doesn't always 
automatically come out just by reading the word. It'll come up. We get stuck here sometimes. <laughs> it gets stuck. But praise God, there's people who are free who know their authority who will cast that garbage out of you. Hallelujah. So what do I say? Get in the word, get in the word, get in the word, listen to the word, listen to yourself say the word over and over and over. It doesn't matter how long it takes, and I'll keep saying that, not bother how long it takes, whether it's five minutes or five years or ten years. It's worth it in the end. It's worth it in the end because you, you can't fail. You cannot fail if you keep going. And that's my mess. I think I said that last time. But praise God. I've about done. I think I've about done. Next time, actually. Next, I'm saying next time. If I get asked again. <laughs> if I get asked again, I'm going to be speaking on mustard seed faith. Now, that's really interesting. The Lord showed me something about that. And I'm not telling you now. Praise God. Keep in the word, brothers, sisters. And let's uh, kick that devil's butt and get this country back on the right track. Amen. Amen.